1: It's getting closer to midnight I try to get closer
2: to you Hi everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday everybody. How are you? How was your weekend? How was your Monday? I hope it was great. I hope you had a fantastic start to the week. How do you guys feel about Mondays? I actually did a poll on my personal Instagram the other day asking how you guys feel about Mondays. If you're like a, you know, fuck Monday, worst day of the week. Well, say of the week here we fucking go get it over with or if you're like new beginning baby fresh beginnings new opportunities let's do this Full week ahead gonna grab it by the balls and it was literally 50 50 split pretty much like half of you are like me because I see Mondays as a ah let's have a new week leave every every negative feeling that I had last week I'm gonna leave it in last week and we're gonna start again today that's me on a Monday anyway who watched Glastonbury I have a question, right? To anyone that is listening to this that went to Glastonbury, what the fuck? Like, I look at that crowd, okay, and I just think, huh? Like, what? I have so many questions. So, you know, the people at the front, right? Like, I heard that the people that were at the front for Elton John, who came on at 9 pm, got there at 6 am. And I was like, so you haven't left the front of the crowd since 6 a.m. Is that what you're telling me? And swear down. Where do you we? Where do you we do you have water that will last you all that time? Do you not eat? Do you bring snacks? Like is it packed lunch vibe? But my biggest question is where on earth do you we? Honestly, I can't get my head around it. It's so confusing to me. Where do you piss so if anybody has ever been to Glastonbury, or any festival for that matter, and stood at the front for hours on end, where do you piss? Like, do you bring a she and just piss where you are? I bet it stinks. I bet it stinks of piss, sweat, vomit. Like, oh, it just looks like my idea of hell. We're just so different, aren't we, as people? Like, to be fair, that is almost relevant to our weekly debate, how people are just so different. You know what I mean? But honestly when I watch it, I just can't get my head around what's happening there I think what is going on what's going on also uh, I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before but I've been thinking about it again recently and it's just really confusing me people that don't have an inner monologue honestly it's rattling my brain so bad I don't get it what do you hear all day and then somebody commented because I made a tiktok about it and somebody commented saying that they the only way they can explain it is they think with pictures like it's like a visual thing and I thought you fucking what mate like I just can't get it like and also that you must not have anxiety like overthink. your mental health must be better than mine do you know what I mean It must be better for the people who don't have that inner monologue because I think, how can you overthink? You can't. Like for me, when it comes to like health anxiety and stuff, it's all in there. It's all up there, babe. Do you know what I mean? And if I couldn't hear it, I wouldn't say it because I just wouldn't. I wouldn't make that choice. It'd be a lot easier just to not say that stuff out loud. But if I couldn't hear it, then it doesn't exist in my head. So therefore, no anxiety No way for that thought to develop into a state of panic. Do you know what I'm saying? So maybe I'm onto something here. Maybe I should go into psychology because I think I'm a bit of a psychologist deep down because I kind of cracked the code there. Like if you don't have an inner monologue, like maybe your mental health is just better. Do you know what I'm saying? And is there a way to turn off your inner monologue? Because if so, please, someone give me the code because she's doing my head in. Seriously. Honestly, I get so sick of myself. Somebody commented this the other day, and I couldn't, I mean, on the TikTok, and I couldn't have put it better myself. My social battery runs out from my own inner monologue. And if that ain't me, I can't even explain it. Like, I will be out and about. Like, put this is an example. I've been home alone all day today. Jamie's away working in Amsterdam. Mum was out in the office all day. And I'm like, alone in, in my own company. And all I can hear because I don't talk out loud, I mean sometimes I might, but most of the time, I don't talk out loud, so all I can hear is my thought process, whether that be, I'm singing a song in my head, which does my head in, I don't stop singing in my head, I really don't stop singing, there is always a song in my head, always, can you imagine how annoying that is, anyone that can relate, fucking hell, horrible right, and then if I'm not singing away, sometimes I'll be singing and thinking at the same time, so there's a couple of us up there, mentally and it's it's given split to be honest it's really draining but anyway (laughs) hope you guys are all feeling good oh if you guys don't have an inner monologue it must be easier to listen to podcasts without one because I do find that when I'm listening to a podcast I I just go off in my own inner monologue and I'm like oh sorry forgot you forgot you were talking I was talking to myself do you know what I mean anyone else have that so if you're doing that right now hey listen to me stop talking in your head (laughs) okay Hope you guys are all feeling great, hope you're having a fantastic week so far and let's get into the episode. Thank you so much for listening to Lear on the Line. Head to LearOnTheLine.com to send in your dilemmas and confessions. Remember to follow on socials to see visual clips and get involved with the weekly debates. Enjoy the episode, love you! Guys, who is watching this season of Love Island? Because it the producers are producing this year. Fucking slay from them. It is my favourite season in years. Like, this is my favourite since the Molly May season. It's too good. Molly got dumped, which I'm upset about because that was brutal, okay? I loved Molly. I know she got so much hate and that really makes me upset, really makes me fucking mad, okay? I hate online hate. I hate online hate. I don't like the trolling thing. It's so awful. Can people not just be nice? Like seriously. Like I've got some opinions about people in there. You better believe I will never be commenting that. Why would I do that? I wouldn't even say it on here. Do you know what I mean? That is for the inner monologue, darling. <laughs> you should hear the thing she says. Nasty, nasty girl and <laughs> <I'm joking>. chicken. <laughs> big bully. Big bully and <laughs> chicken. But oh Molly, when she got that text, it was like, Molly, you are now single, which means you have been dumped from the island. You have blah 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 to pack your bags. I was like, Oh <gasps> the silence in the nation, at 9.55pm, on that night, was, piercing, it was literally, <gasps> everyone, dead silence, the editing, editing, best scene in Love Island history, the editing was just on point, it was the silence, no music, just, <gasps> the silence, the gasps, the, the camera angles, the panning from face to face, the, <gasps> It was giving that, remember that girl, Shannon, who got dumped? She's like, oh my God, I've been dumped. Do you remember that? That was a really bad impression, but I think she's Scottish. That was my Scottish accent, even though I'm 80% Scottish. Oh no, I'm 40, I'm 48. Why have I just said 80? I'm not very good at the Scottish accent. It's not one of my strong points. I'm practicing though. I think I'll get better. I, I think, think I'll get better, better. That's really hard. That sounded a bit Irish. Flyer. Anyway, to any of my Scottish babes listening, love you, honey. Really practicing the accent. I'll get back to you on that one. But anyway, yeah, Love Island's just given. Katie McDermott. She's my favourite girl to ever go on. Actually, no, Maura. Maura is my favourite. Why are you asking her that? He doesn't. She's my favourite by a million miles. But runner up is Katie McDermott. The chaos she caused. I've been watching it today. Remember when her and Liv got locked in the hideaway? When Tina and I can't remember the other girl. I can't remember it, the other girl come in, and they locked Katie in and live in the hideaway, they would never get away with that shit now, trust me, I'd have lost my fucking mind in that, I would have been Katie, I I might not have been calling people a C-U-N-T and made in Chelsea fucking reject bitch, but I would have definitely lost the plot, like, I would have actually, I think, I would have gone a little bit insane, maybe majorly insane, but, oh my god, she's just brilliant, it's to- the toxicity between her and Scott just fantastic TV you know what I'm saying but anyway I'm, I'm hoping she brings the chaos I know she's 27 now she's a woman you know she's grown but I'm hoping deep down she's still got that fiery side do you know what I'm saying she gives major fire sign energy let's see what star sign she is hey Siri what star sign is Katie McDermott let's see okay um um ah she's a virgo okay i was wrong she's an earth sign but okay never mind anyway that's enough about love island just want to say i'm I'm absolutely loving it oh my god wait no i've got to talk to you about have you guys seen fake profile on netflix because what the frickety frick is that honestly i watched it from start to end because they're very good at hooking you like somehow it was so bad but you will watch it all. Like, it was so bad. The ending as well. What the fuck? Major plot twist. Major plot twist. But, yeah, I was like, really? Like, we? you've just pulled me along all this way. You know, for just to, for that. I'm not going to do no spoilers here. But, yeah, and the sex scenes are a little bit pornographic for me. I was like, whoa, this is porn. This is literally porn. It literally was. But yeah, do you know what I was realizing the other day? How come in a lot of sex scenes you see, you always see the woman's tits, right? But you never see the dick. What if I want to see some cock every now and then? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I really don't want to. Uh anyway let me know what you guys thought if you watched it (laughs) because like I wouldn't say it was bad but like it was just fucking I was like whoa and also the storyline was a bit like yeah all right hun do you know what I mean anyway that's enough catching up let's actually get into the weekly debate so my question for you this week is If your partner had totally different interests to you, e.g. music, TV, activities, et cetera, et cetera, right? Can the relationship still work? So we're imagining, I love rock and roll, heavy metal. Love that. And then Jamie loves like classical music, right? And we do not like each other's style. What do you guys think? Or do you know what's a big thing for me? you guys know I'm scared of everything, right? So if I could not, I could not be in a relationship with someone who when they went on holiday, they were like, let's go cliff jumping. Yeah, let's go. To be fair, I do really want to get on a jet ski. But if they were like, right, we're going on a jet ski on Monday. Tuesday, we're paragliding. Wednesday, we're going on a boat in the middle of the sea and and going scuba diving. Thursday, it's cliff jumping. i would be like, absolutely positively not and the relationship would not work for that reason because they'd be like you're a boring bitch and fair enough i am compared to you but me and jamie we are sun worshippers. spf all day every every half an hour to be honest i'm that on it with my spf don't worry but we love the sun. We love to relax. We love to get in a pool. We love drinking cocktails. We love going for nice dinners on 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 the beach, watching the sunset. Right, so we're compatible in that way in terms of our interests. We ha- we have the exact same music taste. Apart from with me, we'll sprinkle in a bit of musical theatre. But he is actually loving a bit of musical theatre these days. He knows every word to In the Heights. I'll let you know that. But like, if we were different like that it would be a totally different relationship. So I thought it was a really good question. So let me see what you guys think about this. On first glance, a lot of you are saying, yes, um, it will still work and it doesn't matter. So let's have a little read. Opposites still do attract and you can try what they like and end up liking it see this is a good point because i like i said i'm scared of everything but maybe it'd be good for me if somebody was like let's just do it you're safe with me you know i promise everything will be fine maybe that would make me come out of my shell which would definitely be good for me do you know what i'm saying so you're definitely right that's a fantastic point if they're willing to support try be involved in your hobbies and vice versa it could definitely work yeah I understand that because if it was like no I'm not doing that I'm not doing that or I'm not listening to that I'm not watching that film it's like well we're just gonna live very separately then aren't we um I don't think so unless you have some strong stronger bonding thing over that right yeah Me and my boyfriend have been together three and a half years, and we have no similar interests. See, this is the thing, because you guys know Jess, my best friend. We have no similar interests. She has very different music tastes to me. We, to be fair, we do like the same sort of TV, but it's not like we watch it together. Do you know what I mean? I just more tell her, you need to watch maths, and she'll watch it. But she always watches it like six months late. (sighs) I suppose she does have... A child to prioritize most of her time for but whatever <laughs> anyway but we don't have a lot of things in common like she has a totally different lifestyle to me but we have the exact same personality so like we have the same humor like our boundaries are the same like certain you know like when you make a joke to someone and, and somebody would be a bit more sensitive than you and, and they'd be like that's not funny or vice versa like somebody would say something really dark to me and i would be like that's not funny like i don't joke about that but me and jess is like we have the exact same sense of humor um exact same what's the word morals um like personal boundaries of like this we're just more similar in that way so that's why we have such a strong friendship but in terms of our interests they I don't really know anything me and Jess share an interest in apart from reality tv to be honest um um okay I used to I used to weigh a lot on music taste but relationship competence is more important yeah that's interesting that you used to think music taste was quite major I mean I get it because me and Jamie really bond over music so and one of our favorite things to do is just like blast out the tunes on on our long drives and sing together. Do you know what I mean? Or rap. Rap a bit of Kendrick Lamar. I'm um, Kendrick Lamar, aka Benzis till me just take a Yeah, I'm a bit of a rapper. Anyway, <laughs> I think it's fine as long as you have something in common, i.e. the same sense of humor. Yeah. Okay. So literally just what I was saying. Agree. Definitely agree. Um. Yes, but I think it would require more work and effort from both people. Hmm. i guess because if you have so much in common and you just naturally love to do all the same things listen to the same things watch the same things it's just easy do you know what i mean um someone says hard one i really didn't care for my boyfriend's hobby but learned to love it over time okay that's interesting um yes but could be more difficult me and my boyfriend often bond over liking the same music tv film yeah i'm with you babe I think it can be nice to have your own hobby, but it's good to have a few common interests. Definitely. Like, you don't need to enjoy all of the same things. Like, Jamie isn't obviously going to be driving on his way to work listening to Waitress a Musical. And I don't need him to. But... I was going to say, he will still enjoy it with me. But there are definitely things that like, here, this is an example. I will watch Sophia and Chintia because that's like my YouTube. I like to watch that in my own company. That's my thing. And he will watch, I don't know what he fucking watches. He plays like a fucking football game. Do you know what I mean? And that's like his thing. We don't need to have everything in common. We don't need to do everything together. So yeah, but we have the things. I like it um yeah it's great to have different interests and to have time and space and things you enjoy apart I definitely agree um yes as long as there are some common interests I think it's healthy to have different interests A 100% agree um I think so I think it's more about whether your personalities match however my ex left me for this exact reason he thought we didn't have enough in common Oh yeah, that's that is tough. It depends if you're like polar opposites, but then like one of you already said, sometimes polar opposites do attract. Like, I have a family. I have a family. Wait, how do I wear this? There's a couple in my family. They're married, and the woman is like super extroverted, like so loud and bubbly, and the man is just like he loves to just like sit back and watch her take the stage, and they are so happy that way. Do you know what I mean? But then I suppose that's not about interests. Yeah, I'm sure they have the same interests. (laughs) Um, Yes, as it allows you it. Wait, it allows you both natural me time. Yeah, for sure. I think so. It's important to have your own hobbies and to pursue them too hundred. Yes, as long as you respect each other's taste and preferences. I think it it is situational because it does depend on what we're talking about. Because like I said, if someone's an adrenaline junkie, you're gonna hate being with me. I'll be so boring for you. And also I'd be like, fucking hell, can you just get down from that building? Like imagine being with like a fucking parkour guy. and He's doing backflips on on top of fucking London Eye and that. I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But if it was a case of like you love comedy films. And I love a thriller. I don't like comedy films. I find them. I I don't mind them. But I would never put a comedy film on at home. I'd only ever watch them at the cinema. But when I'm at home, I want to watch a thriller, dark thriller, drama, psychological, like that is my shit, right? And if you're like, if you hate that, I'm not going to watch that alone. Because I don't want to watch it alone. I want to watch it with someone. So I'm like, well, I am I want to be with someone that watches that with me. Do you know what I'm saying? That's why. It, that's where it'd be an issue, babe. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, I love that. Thank you so much for sending in all your responses. I, fr- I feel like we're pretty much on the same page with that one, or at least close enough. We've all got like a similar idea on it. You need to have a few things, at least in common. It doesn't have to be interest, but whether that be humor or what you like to do. Do you know what I mean? All right. Love you. Love you so much. Thank you for sending in your responses. Let's get into some dilemmas. Okay, let's get into some dilemmas. I'm going to start off with this one. It says, girl, I need help. So I met this guy on Hinge. He is so lovely, everything you could ever want. However, I wasn't sure what I wanted and nor did he. He's going back to uni in September, so he says he doesn't want a relationship. Okay, but why? Why can we not have relationships when we're at uni, please? Hmm. He's never had a girlfriend before. We said we'd always be honest with each other when we knew what we did or didn't want. It ended up coming out about a month and a half after we first met that he feels he doesn't want a relationship as he doesn't know what he wants. And he feels like if he did, he would know by now. Okay, that's fair enough. He feels we're at different points in our life as he goes to uni and I work. He's, okay, but why does that matter? He's currently on placement, yeah, so we live kind of close, but when he goes back to uni, we'll be three hours apart. I keep telling myself I also don't want a relationship as I know we've labeled it as casual. However, I'm so confused. He's let me meet his family. Side note, he's never ever brought a girl home or introduced him to his family. We see each other's we see each other most weeks. It feels like we do everything you would do in a relationship, but he claims he doesn't want it. But his actions scream that he would that's the worst isn't it I think he doesn't know what a relationship is as he's never had one before but I feel like I'm starting to get deeper feelings and would want a relationship but I'm also happy to keep it casual what do I do see this is difficult because normally it's the opposite normally a guy's telling you all the bullshit like yeah I really like you really like you but their actions speak otherwise say otherwise but in this case he's telling you I don't want a relationship I just you know want to keep it casual and his actions are like saying that he's in fucking love with you So this is really difficult because obviously you go off how someone's acting, well when it's a nice way anyway, (laughs) if they're acting shit then you go off their words, (laughs) but in this case it's really difficult because it's like, it's confusing you and he obviously sounds a bit confused, but what I would say to you is life is too short to wait for someone who isn't sure about you, someone hopefully will just be sure about you because I do get that confusion of like not knowing what you want and you know he's never had a relationship before so it might be a bit more of a like a big deal for him to get into a relationship because it's like oh I'll be my first one that's going to be a serious one blah 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 I don't want that to fail um but for you I would just make sure you're protecting yourself so don't convince yourself don't convince yourself you're happy for it to be casual if it's because I think what you might be doing is you ideally you want a relationship with this guy but he doesn't he's like I just want to keep it going how it is keep it casual and I'm probably never going to meet my girlfriend and you're going I'm okay with that I'm okay with that because then it doesn't have to break up like it doesn't have to stop and it's like you'll keep them as close as you can get them and low-key We just hope they change their mind, don't we? And listen, sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. But I would just make sure you're protecting yourself. If you genuinely feel like, all I want is to be his girlfriend, I genuinely do. I don't want him to be with anyone else. I'm not interested in anyone else. I just want to be with him. And he sat there and he's categorically said to you, I'm not going to make you my girlfriend. You have to do what's best for you in that situation, even if it hurts, because it will hurt a whole lot fucking more if it's six months down the line and you really, really fucking like this guy. And he sat there going, I told you I didn't want, I do not want a relationship because then you haven't got a leg to stand on because it was your fucking choice. That's what they do. Okay. They're not silly about things. They're very honest about where you stand and hopefully still they think hopefully she'll still just tag along with it all and I've been honest so when she does fall in love with me which she will I can just stand there and say but I told you but I was honest it's your fault do you mean you decided you told me you was all right for being casual and if deep down you know I do not want fucking casual with you I think cut it to be honest, he's telling you where you stand and you just need to accept if that's good enough for you and if that's what you want. And don't say it is just because you want to keep him as close as you can, hoping he might change his mind. Because, you, th- listen, there is a chance he might change his mind, but there's also a big chance that you're going to get royally fucked over. And these are the hardest things to get over. Like, the situation breakups are the hardest to get over because it's like not only are you dealing with all the feelings of a relationship breakup like I'm never going to see you again you're going to be with somebody else I'm going to have to stop texting you every day like and you deal with all the things you deal with with a relationship ending but on top of that you deal with that rejection of like you never even fucking wanted me in the first place and that hurts because you're like, I just wanted you to want me enough to be with me. Do you know what I mean? And that's hard. That's really hard to accept. And to like, it's a it's a tough pill to swallow when someone just doesn't want to be with you. And it's like, why? You're sleeping with me. I'm meeting your family. We're spending all this time together. We're acting like boyfriend and girlfriend. What is wrong with me? But listen, let me get one thing straight for you. There's nothing wrong with you. He obviously just doesn't want a relationship right now. And that's totally fine. But you just need to make sure that you don't get hurt in, in the long run and make sure you prioritize what is best for you right now um and pay close attention to your head and your heart and you know i would write down the pros and cons of continuing to see this guy maybe because it sounds like you might end up hurt and i really don't want that for you um but it could be a case of you could just have another conversation and be like look i'm gonna be really fucking honest with you now I, when I think about it, I think I do want to be in a relationship. And if you if you can sit here and tell me there is absolutely no way that you thought like that about me. And if you can look at me and say, I can tell you now, I haven't thought about you that way. Be honest with me, it will upset me, but there's nothing wrong with you telling me that. I'd appreciate the honesty and then I can make a decision from there. That's maybe bad advice. I'm not sure. How
0: up?
2: Okay. I love you so much. But yeah, look after yourself in that situation always. Love you, babe. All right. Next dilemma. This is kind of... Oh, no, no, no. This one isn't. I feel like there was another similar one, but I don't know if I saved it for this episode or not. We'll see when we we get to it. All right. Hi, Leah. First off, thanks for being my British bestie. I'm an Aussie and love your impressions. Oh, no way. That's so kind. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. I'm hoping you might be able to help I'll give up my best shot I've just turned 24 and feel like I'm so far behind in life I moved back in with my parents last year because I'm going traveling at the end of this year for an extended period of time and didn't want to renew my lease and pay for a house when I'm not going to be there for months if that makes sense 100% I think you did the right thing My main thing is I really want a relationship. I had a boyfriend when I was 17, 18 and then experienced some trauma not long after and then COVID happened so I haven't had one since. I've had friends, sorry, I have friends who literally have multiple children and are married. Not saying I'm anywhere near ready for that and I just don't even know where to start with dating. The idea of dating apps freaks me out a bit and I have very low confidence. No, you're beautiful. So don't know how else I would meet someone. My other issue with dating apps is I'm six foot tall and that would make me really anxious about meeting people virtually as it always seems to be a problem for guys. Not for the right guys. Okay. I always worry that if I do find someone, the large gap in my dating history would freak them out. What do you think? Definitely not. I actually think a gap in your dating history is a green flag. I do. I've always said this. If somebody was in a relationship from... 17 to 25 non-stop in and out of them me <laughs> no I had a I had like a year and a half two years single period dating period my crazy single girl life period but anyway <laughs> if someone's been in a relationship non-stop or I've got a choice of that or someone who has had a big nice long gap where they turned from a teenager to an adult you know lived their life got got things off their chest out the system joint you know I moon mean? I'm much more comfortable with that. I would rather that, to be honest. I think it's a green flag. A gap in a date in history is a green flag for me. Um, Am I crazy and overthinking? What would you do in my situation? At this point, I'm just planning on being an old spinster who travels a lot and doesn't speak to men. That will never happen. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks so much, honey, for all that you do. I love you so much. Okay. So I think it is so normal when we get to our mid 20s i i've discovered it is normal that a, not all of us i'm sure but a lot of us go fuck shit i was not prepared to be turning 25 tomorrow do you know what i mean like i had this conversation with my mom a few weeks back where i was like i'm getting really stressed out about the future and i've never stressed about the future ever Like I've never stressed, I've always winged it through my whole life and all of a sudden it's like one day I just woke up and I'm stressed the fuck about it and my mum said it happened to me, I think it's so normal that we get to this position in our lives where we feel like we're supposed to have it all figured out just because a lot of people do have it all figured out or at least it seems that way. And all I want to say to you is, there are millions of us, listen, I am with you in that situation. Okay, I have a relationship, but I'm saying I'm with you in the case of, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either. I'm back off my parents and I'm just trying to enjoy it, to be honest, because once you leave home like obviously I've come back and fucking forth to be honest but usually typically when you leave home that's it so I really just try and enjoy the time that I have with my family because one day you're going to be old with your own family and these are all just going to be distant memories. so I just tried to think you know I'm never going to be this age hanging out with my mum every day again and, and I feel lucky that I get to do that so yeah but also um, the relationship thing do not worry about that this is an amazing age to be single this is an incredible age to be single you should be living it up and that doesn't mean like sleeping around whatever if that's what you want to do 100% go out and do it just use protection babe do you know what I mean and be safe always but also, this is the time where we're figuring out who we are. You're going traveling. Like, this is an incredible time for you. You're going traveling. You're solo, single, experiencing life, young, wild, free. Do you know what I mean? And also, if you do want to hop on a dating app, don't be scared, babe. And if you think your height matters, which you're beautiful regardless of anything that you're, any of you are insecure about, you're beautiful, okay? But I just think put it in your fucking bio, just say six foot, if you've got a fucking problem, piss off, yeah, like, just put it in, it's something to be proud of, babe, she's tall and sexy, yeah, do you know what I mean, I'm above average, so, yeah, I just think, fuck it, babe, if you, you know, get stressed about your age, what you're doing with your life, just think, fuck it, I'm 24, I'm going fucking traveling, I'm single, all I've got to worry about is myself, I'm living it up, these are my prime years, I'm in my prime, yeah, enjoy it, babe, love you so much. Okay, next dilemma. Hey, beaut. Oh, hi, gorgeous. Absolutely love your podcast. I listen to every episode. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. So I've been with my boyfriend for nearly five years. Long term. It's not been the best relationship and he's definitely not who I thought he was. Okay. Not a good start, babe. Um, We broke up last year for a few months before trying again after he said he would change. We're still trying now three months in. Okay while we were on a break i we were on a break i ran into a guy from school on a night out who i've always had a little crush on i can't remember much of the night as i got way too drunk but i remember him helping me out and getting me a taxi home and being really nice to me but i found out he had a girlfriend i obviously respected this and i've left him alone despite constantly thinking about him Anyway, I recently saw him again at one of my friend's weddings. He was subtly flirting with me and joking about how we've always had chemistry together and how nice I looked, but he's still with his girlfriend. And I just cannot get this guy out of my head. What do I do? It's like I'm obsessed and I'm just longing for him and his girlfriend to split up. But that's not healthy and it's not fair to my boyfriend. Please give me some advice. Love you. Bye. Okay, listen. First of all, I want to address... The elephant in the room. I say this all the time. Anytime we have a dilemma that involves a guy hitting on you, but he has a girlfriend, why would you want to be with someone like that? Like seriously, I can't think of anything more unattractive than a guy hitting on me, making me feel like oh, my God, he thinks we have chemistry, he thinks I look nice. You have a girlfriend, have a bit of fucking respect. Like that says so much about you. What dick? Do you know what I mean? Have a bit of respect for your girlfriend. So immediately. Unattractive behaviour from him. Why would you want to be with someone like that? But I feel like the big issue here is how you're feeling in your relationship. Now, there is a famous quote that says, Stop giving CPR to dead situations and let them die. <laughs> that sounded so brutal. Now, listen, that's not what I'm saying for you to do, but I just wanted to throw it out there to see how it made you feel. Because a lot of the time I like to say break up with him. Because sometimes you'll hear that and you'll go, I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking deep down or you might go no 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 absolutely not an option so it's always interesting to see how your mind responds to the idea of ending a relationship but if you've been with someone five years and you're asking them to change whatever it is he needs to change and it's not being done and he's not who you he hasn't turned out to be who you thought he would be I'm a bit like well babe you deserve better than that And five years is a long time. Like, you know, someone after five years. And that doesn't go to say people can't change. I 100% believe they can change. But when is this change going to happen, darling? We broke up for three months and you're saying we're still working on this change. So, yeah, when it comes to this other guy, I think, you know what? It might, this may, he may have come into your life for a reason to give you this wake up call of like, I'm interested in other people. You know, this guy isn't isn't it? All right. He doesn't have any respect for his girlfriend. So if you ended up in a relationship with him, how are you going to feel like he'd have any respect for you? You know, that would give me insecurities in the relationship. If I ended up with somebody who was like, fucking disrespecting their girlfriend to flirt with me, I'd feel like, well, who the fuck are you flirting with disrespecting me now that I'm your girlfriend? You know, because a good guy would never fucking do that. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think this may be a wake up call for like, maybe we're given CPR and it's it's dead you know maybe or maybe not maybe he will change but I think only you will really know the answer to that deep down I think you know whatever it is whether it be no I'm seeing really good progress I think I just need to get my head down and focus on myself focus on the relationship and everything will be fine or if it's a case of yeah what the fuck am I doing this guy ain't it do you know what I mean so yeah I love you, babe. Keep me updated. All of you keep me updated. If I ever answer your dilemmas, keep me updated, send updates. And yeah, I love you. Everything will be all right. You're amazing. Never Forget it. Okay, let's do one more. Hey, Angel, I need some bestie advice. I got you. I'm suffering bad with relationship anxiety. My boyfriend's literally perfect. And I know he loves me so, so much. But I'm in this constant fear he's going to leave me every time I see him I convince I convince myself he's gonna break up with me oh my god that is so upsetting you're working yourself up for nothing he loves you babe I'm so worried I'm not good enough for him because I don't drive I don't have any savings I still live with my parents this isn't a bad thing all right you're incredible you your self-worth does not depend on any of those factors okay carrying on Um, he's doing so well with his life, has a great job and his own place. That is incredible. That's amazing for him. But that doesn't take away from how amazing you are. We're planning on getting our own place next year. And I don't have the savings to put into the property like he does. But he's told me it's fine. But I feel terrible. And I feel so shit about myself. I feel like I'm just failing at life. You, you're not. You're really not. You're doing so good. You should give yourself some credit. Be proud of yourself. Um, how do I stop this relationship anxiety? My head's always telling me he's going to break my heart, but he treats me like a princess and always saying how much he loves me. But I just shift this horrible thought. um, I just shift to these horrible thoughts going around my head. Love you. Love you. Right. I think you should try the elastic band on the wrist technique, because this is all self-sabotage. This is all mental torment going on in your head. I think rather than sitting there and going, you know what? So what if I don't drive? So what if I live at home? So what if I don't have any fucking savings? I'm still happy. I'm still enjoying my life. I'm still amazing. I'm still an amazing girlfriend, amazing friend, an amazing daughter, amazing company. I'm still kind and funny and talented and smart. Do you know what I mean? You can do all that, but sometimes it just doesn't help. So what I would suggest is getting a hairband on your wrist or an elastic band. And anytime that this is a technique from my mom by the way it's obviously not her technique like it is from like a psychologist but she taught me this um anytime you have these thoughts where you're like oh god like he's gonna break up with me he's just fling that elastic band on the wrist it sends signals to your brain this works with any type of like overthinking anxiety and stuff it really helped me when my health anxiety got really bad it sends like a signal to your brain and you almost lose your train of thought sometimes you got fling yourself 10 times in a row babe but it's like It hurts, but it's obviously not fucking pain. Like, we're not inflicting pain. Like, it's more just like a little sting on the wrist, right? It's not painful. Like, you're not going to hurt yourself. It's more, it just sends a signal to your brain. I don't know the science or the psychology behind it, but it really did help me. So, I just think anyone that's overthinking or talking negatively to yourself give it a go because what you need to look at is all the things you just said to me he's giving you so much reassurance he loves you he treats you like an absolute princess you're everything to him and that is all that matters that is all you need to focus on so have a little flick shut up like every time I flick myself on the wrist it's like I'm going shut the fuck up shut up so that bitch in my head that is like just negative that imposter syndrome whatever it is that we're any of us are dealing with it's like shut up do you know what i mean and you eventually you're training your brain to stop that habit because where you've done it over and over now anytime you see him that's what you're going to think in your head because that's what you that's like the routine you've gotten into if that makes sense so it's about undoing that and creating a new pattern of Shut up! I'm not thinking negative. Shut the fuck up! And then replace that thought with, "Oh, I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to give him a big kiss, big squeeze. Can't wait, love him. What am I gonna wear? What we're gonna wear? Oh, I'm gonna look stunning. I'm gonna put my best new underwear on. Like, gonna look gorgeous. Oh, maybe I'll curl my hair. He does love it when I curl my hair. Like, do you know what I mean? What we're we gonna do? We're gonna go cinema. Maybe have a look what's on at the cinema. Do you know what I mean replace the thought with something positive and talk to yourself. Kinda, because you are amazing and you deserve to just be nice to yourself. You wouldn't, if your friend come to you and she said, "Babe, I just feel really shit. Like I can't drive." Let's say you could do all the things that you feel shit about not having. Let's say you had your own place, you had loads of savings, and you could drive. And your friend come to you and she said, "I can't drive. I got no savings, and I live at home." You would say to her so what you're amazing you're funny you've got an amazing job just so what if you haven't got savings life's fucking hard we're all sometimes we get ourselves in so such a financial mess from 17 18 19 20 21 20 whatever it is we gotta undo that it takes a while to get back on your feet especially if you've been to uni or whatever like me that's the reason i ain't got no bloody savings so it's like You'd say to your friend, oh, my God, so what? You're amazing. Your boyfriend loves you. He adores you. So talk to yourself like that. Do you know what I mean? If your friend said that to you, you wouldn't agree. You wouldn't think, yeah, to be fair, that is fucking shit. I don't know why he's with you. You'd be like, oh, my God, you're crazy. He absolutely adores you. How can you say that to yourself? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, love you so much. Um, you're amazing. And be kinder to yourself because you don't deserve to be hearing those things. If, any- if-, if anybody else spoke to you like that, you'd call him a bully and... Stop bul stop bullying yourself. Love you so much. That goes for anyone who talks negatively about themselves to themselves. Do you know what I mean? Alright guys. Let's wrap up the episode. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you everybody that sent in your dilemmas. Remember, you can just go to learontheline.com now if you want to send one in. It's really quick, really easy. Maybe type it in right now. Give give the website a little browse, hey? Any confessions, send them in. We will do another confessions episode. I might, I mean, section. I might do a confessions episode soon. I might because I kind of love them and kind of miss them. Kind of want to bring them back but yeah love you guys so much i hope you all have an amazing week can't wait to see what happens on love island tonight i'm absolutely buzzing for it and yeah love you have an amazing week and i will speak to you on friday for a brand new episode all right i love you bye